traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hi, thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. This is your host, Bethany Moore. I'm with the National Cannabis Industry Association, and I'm the Communications and Projects Manager here at NCIA. Welcome to the show. I am happy to introduce my guest, Olivia Mannix. She founded the company Canna Brand a few years ago and has been a member of NCIA for a couple of years as well. Hello, Olivia. Good to have you on the show today. Hey, Bethany. Thank you so much for having me today. Of course. So you are based here in Denver, so you're somewhere in the neighborhood here. Uh, but what what is your background? Uh, where are you from? And what's your professional background leading up to becoming uh, a part of the cannabis industry? Sure. So I grew up in Connecticut in the tri-state area, um, and I moved out to Colorado to go to the University of Colorado at Boulder. And I, I've been an entrepreneur my entire life, um, starting various businesses um, from babysitting gigs to <laughs> jewelry making to y- you name it. I always loved you know, having my own business and making my own life for myself. So um, after college, I, um, where I had a lot of really great internships, working in communications and PR, advertising and marketing, because that's really my passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I started an agency with my partner, Jennifer Falco in 2012. And we, we, decided, we were really into the, the cannabis space, you know, going to school in Boulder, 
Um, we pivoted our agency to be strictly affiliated with cannabis. Um, and it's actually the first cannabis marketing agency to date. Um, and we launched it right when recreational, or excuse me, we launched it right when adult use became legal. Excellent. Wow. So Boulder University is a beautiful campus, by the way, I've driven by. I kind of wish I had gone there as well. Um, so here you are and you have launched your company, Canna Brand, and you're living your dream of being an entrepreneur in this really exciting federally illegal industry. <laughs> uh, do you have a personal connection to cannabis that spawned you to, to do this rather than something else? Yeah, so I, I, I'm an advocate for the medicinal benefits of cannabis, and I'm really passionate about educating the public on the benefits of cannabis. And I think there's still a lot of miscommunications and misinformation out there. So I think that everyone in the industry as a whole is working towards that. Um, but in terms of cannabis in general, I, I've blown out both of my knees skiing. Um, I, was a ra- <laughs> I was a racer. And um, so I've you know, gotten some injuries. And the first time um, I was prescribed Percocet, which made me very sick. And yeah. it really was just not good for the recovery and the pain. It was awful. And the second time around, I um, tried edibles and they really helped me with sleeping and the nausea and the pain and just the recovery in general from the, the CBD and the entourage whole plant effect to really help with the healing of my, my body and my knees and the surgery because it's pretty invasive. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was, and that, that's really where I got super turned on to using it as an alternative and really started to educate myself on just the issues there are with the pharmaceutical world. And uh, I was still pretty young. So it's really interesting to see, you know, how far we've come today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So that injury in your knees that affected both muscles and bones and tissue and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. And then they just go in there with some scopes and put some, you know, they put in a new hamstring and a new patella and you know, yeah. screws. <laughs> so it, it still bothers me today, but it's much better, especially with using my topicals and salves and things like that. So wow! thank God for cannabis. <laughs> sure. So you're a little bit of a bionic woman and yep. to deal with that pain, cannabis is helpful for you. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, sorry to hear about the injuries, but I'm glad you're finding some pain relief and healing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so let's let's shift to talking about your your company a little bit. Um, your company is called Canna Brand. Uh, so you're focused on branding and marketing of cannabis companies, products, dispensaries, and services, and so on and so forth. Tell me more about your company. I think we know why you launched it, but uh, t- tell me more about it and what you're doing and and the company's values. Sure. So yeah, again, we launched in January 2014 at the burgeoning onset of the adult use market here in Denver. Uh, we really saw the need for for branding and marketing in the space. Um, and a lot of companies needed help, but a lot of marketers would not get into the space because at the time there, it was still a little taboo. Um, so we mm-hmm. we decided to launch an agency that was fully committed to helping companies in the space. And our mission has been to quote unquote, rebrand cannabis and destigmatize 
the industry as a whole to legalize. So on, you know, both a citizen level to political level, uh, legal level, just really getting people excited and educated on the benefits of cannabis. Um, we specialize in PR, public relations, digital marketing, branding, um, as well as advertising. And then we also recently joined forces with another company and we're providing more of consultancy services. So helping with business structure and real estate, for instance, is another vertical that we're working in, um, helping with valuations of companies, helping with funding and capital services, uh, because a lot of companies that come to us need not only the marketing help, but also the business resources help as well. Wow. Okay. So, so it started out as, you know, how to market your cannabis without having to, you know, resort to just, you know, tie dye and peace signs. Um, but now you're doing much, much more than that. You're, you're actually helping, helping these companies build their companies, it sounds like, or make some tweaks at least to more than just the, the advertising and branding part of it. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, Canabrand also joint ventures with a tech company called Beta Killers, and we developed an application called Kushmoji. It is an emoji platform, so it's a marketing ad platform disguised as emojis. So basically, brands in the industry can have their own emojis in this app, Kushmoji, where they can market themselves to, to people around the country and even the world because you can download the app off of the Apple Store and Android Okay, so this is more than smiley face avocado eggplant taco. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're we're creating emojis specific to that business. Yeah, so it's an edu- it's also educa- uh, an it's also an educational platform because brands can learn about or people, excuse me, can learn about the brands and they can read about them, they can go to their websites or direct links. And then we can also track demographics of who is interacting with which brands. So we have these really fascinating analytics that we can report back to the cannabis companies. Got it. Well, that's really interesting. Um, are, are you sketching out those emojis yourself or do you have somebody who's an <laughs> emoji design expert? Yeah, I wish I had enough time to to do some artwork, but yeah. So we have uh, an amazing design team who's working you know, around the clock to design the emojis. Um, they're all hand illustrated. Um, so if you haven't seen them yet, you should definitely check them out. Okay, super interesting. Um, okay, so we're going to take a commercial break in just a minute here, uh, but we're definitely going to come back and talk more with Olivia about the ins and outs of marketing in the cannabis industry, uh, which is its own animal. Um, So stay tuned and don't go away. We're going to come right back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? 
At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. This is your host, Bethany Moore, and I'm talking with Olivia Mannix of the NCIA member company, Canna Brand. Welcome back, Olivia. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So... Um, so as a person in marketing in this industry, which has its own unique flavor, to say the least, and challenges, what do you see as number one for people who are new to the industry and they're not even clear what they're going to face? They have no idea what they're biting off. What's what's the first piece of advice when someone walks into your office or gives gives you a call and they're clearly like, they have no idea what they're getting into. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, there's definitely a lot of mystery within the industry, I'd like to say, in terms of really needing to educate and understand the landscape. A lot of people come to us that are entrepreneurs or that are looking to invest, what have you. But the truth is, is that there's just a lot of intricacies within the industry and it's very important to to educate yourselves on you know what's going on in the landscape the political landscape um, really doing your research and diligence to figuring out um, what type of vertical you're looking to get into in the industry and that it's pretty complicated uh, at the end of the day so it's definitely um, a, a big eye-opener for a lot of people um, when they come to us saying, hey, we want to start this company and we're trying to do this so, and we have to kind of talk them off the ledge, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Um, I, I definitely know a lot of professionals in the cannabis industry who uh, they, they, they offer to do consulting and they joke that the first thing they're going to tell somebody is don't bother, turn around, get into another industry uh, just because, you know, 
we get so excited. It's cannabis. It's cool. It's uh, it's forward thinking, and and there's so many great benefits. But uh, everybody gets a little bit excited and don't mm-hmm. realize, you know, they're going to be knee deep in regulations, in compliance issues, in the whole nine yards. Does that sound about right to you? Sounds right on the dot. <laughs> Got it. Um, so have you ever told anybody like, uh, you probably should maybe go sell cars instead or do some flower arrangements? Yeah, I've definitely had some unrealistic people approach the, the company um, and we've had to just pretty much tell them, you know, there's, you need to get a license or you need to have X amount of money in order to even get started. Um, but we do like to help on a philanthropic we do like to help on a philanthropic level. Um, so for instance, if there's someone who has a serious patient initiative or they're trying to educate, inform, and help the industry and people as a whole, we will certainly you know, go above and beyond to help them. Uh, because my personal prerogative in working in the industry is to help people. Um, so not to say that we turn everyone away that have dreams and hopes, but it's definitely... Um, having an altruistic endeavor with your company is super important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I of course wouldn't want to tell everybody to turn around and go home either, but um, there's, there's something to be said for being realistic. So, um, exactly. all right. So, so is marketing in this industry in general, I'm sure there's got to be some really strong do's please do this and don'ts please do not do this uh that stand out to you that you would want people to know like what would be your standards when it comes to marketing in the industry as far as these do's and don'ts yeah so i mean when i first got started in the industry the, it was crazy to see how people were marketing cannabis companies there's a lot of feminine um, associations because obviously cannabis is a feminine plant. So there's a lot of relations or metaphors associated with that. So definitely steering away from anything that could be offensive, uh, any cartoons, joking with brands, um, with your brand. So for instance, anything that could be appealing to children or, um, kind of a counterculture-esque flow, we really want to stay away from that. We really want to have brands that are authentic, that are, that have a really great mission and, and, and force behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely having that right off the bat is so important. Got um, it. Yeah. No Joe then, Camel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So also anything that could be appealing to children. So on the Joe Camel, you know, line, so cartoons or I've seen SpongeBob SquarePants cartoons and jokes surrounding cannabis. So that we really need to stay away from that. (laughs) Um, As well as really being educational and informative. Like if you're a cannabis company and you're selling cannabis or infused products, what have you use your, your name, your, your tools as a way to, to educate people. Um, I know it's really difficult because on the medical side of things, we can't really make claims about, you know, product being safe or that it's going to do X, Y, Z for you. Yeah. But there are ways that you can go around that. So either having a spokesperson for your company or a blog that has certain vernacular that can navigate through that, um, or even partnering with companies who could potentially help you get that message out. It's very important. 
Um, okay. Another important thing in terms of social media, for instance, a lot of pages have been shut down lately, um, Facebook and Instagram, for instance. So if you're a cannabis company, uh, making sure your content is educational, informative, and that you're not actually promoting the sale of cannabis because Facebook sees that as illegal. Um, yeah, so yeah, I wanted to bring that up. That's great. Yeah, exactly. So that's another one. Um, and then another tip would be just just being authentic, really. Branding is all about transparency and authenticity. And um, especially in this industry, it's so important to put our best foot forward. And, you know, I'm really impressed in how Colorado has evolved and how, how well the companies have done here in terms of um, educating consumers. We, we've really been leading by example here in Colorado. If you haven't had the chance, I know you live here, but listeners to come to Denver and just see mm -hmm. the industry here, it's really incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on, on that note, um, I know you've been to lobby days in DC with us and every year it seems they, they write an article about us, you know, the, the pot smokers come to DC or whatever. And always in like the first paragraph, they always have to mention like tie dye or dreadlocks, like, oh, the group was mostly in suits and ties and maybe just one head of dreadlocks. There's always a journalist that has to mention some reference to that counterculture or subculture of the sort of hippie side or, you know, I don't, I don't know if there's a better word to describe it, um, but there are certain, um, you know, trends and styles associated with cannabis or marijuana and we go to D.C. and put our suits and ties on. And sure enough, the journalist has to say something about it. It always amuses yeah, exactly. me. <laughs> yeah. They love to know. <laughs> Especially working in PR, I, I get um, inquired to quite, a, quite often by journalists looking for stories. And they're always putting some silly spin on it or wanting to, to joke around in the article. Um, so usually I'm the first person to tell them, you know, this is what's going on in the industry. That's all these, you know, stereotypes are false. It's really, it's funny to see, you know, what goes into making change and to change the vernacular, to change, um, even journalists. But now there actually are a lot of journalists who are very pro cannabis, who, um, are, are supporting the industry as well. And of course the general public reads these articles. So it's really important to have PR be in the best light possible. Sure. So it's becoming more normalized and cracking a joke about uh, tie dye or bell bottoms or dreadlocks or, you know, you kind of just look back at them and go, really that joke again? You really think that's funny? Can, can we move on now? Yep, exactly. Uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, it's great to see how things are changing and it's becoming more normalized. Um, so we have to run and take a commercial break real quick here, but we're going to come back and talk a bit more with Olivia. Um, I'd like to ask her about being a woman in the cannabis industry and just more about her <laughs> involvement in NCIA when we come back. So stay tuned to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors.
Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest-growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. We've been chatting with Olivia Mannix from Canna Brand, an NCIA member company. Uh, so as we wrap up the conversation, Olivia, you're obviously a woman CEO, uh, and you have a woman-owned company in the cannabis industry. The cannabis industry actually does have a higher percentage of management and executive level women in these positions. What's your experience as a woman business owner specifically in the cannabis industry? Great question. Um, Getting into the cannabis industry has been an opportunity for women to uh, break the grass ceiling. Um, I don't know if you guys have have not heard that. And there's also, yeah, there's also a book that just came out um, by Ashley Pacillo and Lauren Devine. Um, it, it interviews quite a few ladies in the industry. But basically, um, right before I started my agency, I was working in corporate America where I was in a position that it would take me years and years to excel because of just the, the grass ceiling, right? So that's really why I decided to, first of all, start my own company so that I could be my own, be my own, start my own company so that I could be my own boss, as well as um, really just take charge and move forward. Um, in the industry, though, it's amazing how many women business owners and executives there are, um, and it's been a really awesome opportunity for women to be at the ground floor of a burgeoning industry um, and just taking charge. So it's super exciting. All right. So you're you're loving it. You're brave. You have a lot of supportive other female women business owners in the industry. So you feel like you've got uh, a good support system going yeah. forward. I'm not going to say it's easy by any means, but it's definitely uh, it's a journey. <laughs> 
Sure, sure. Well, you're not alone. Um, and you've been a member of NCIA for a few years now. And I mean, at this point in August of 2017, NCIA has over 1,400 member businesses. Uh, so you're definitely not alone. I'm sure you've met a few friends along the way. And you're very active in NCIA's Colorado events, um, the Colorado Quarterly Cannabis Caucus, of course, uh, and you are one of the supporting sponsors this year for a few of those across the country. How have you seen our organization and the industry in general grow over the last, say, three years? You know, it's really been amazing. We actually did, we were at your last caucus here in Denver, and we're actually really excited to be sponsoring um, a few of them in October in on uh, both the East and West Coast. Nice. Uh, but it's yeah, it's it's really incredible to see how far NCIA has come. Um, so you know, back in 2014, um, I I would go to a meeting or a member event or what have you, and there would be maybe you know 15 to 20 people there. This event I was at, as well as the business summit. I mean, it was just overflowing with people, just so many new faces, and it's just really incredible to see what an amazing organization CIA has been for me and my company, and also helping me to, it's been amazing for me and my company, and then also um, just for other companies, because you can really get that support, you can really help grow your business, as well as NCIA isn't, you know, a... um, for-profit company. They're actually, you guys are there lobbying on the legislative level. You're you're really, really working on the industry for the industry and for the people of the industry. Um, so it's really a, just a wonderful organization to be involved with. Well, great. Thank you. It's It, it takes a village. It, it, it takes an industry. Um, and yeah, you're, you're right. At our last Cannabis Business Summit, we stuffed that Marriott to the brim with over 5,000, I think 6,000 <laughs> 6, attendees. So I'm glad yeah. glad we're moving into a larger <laughs> conference space. Um, and your company conducted a workshop during the Cannabis Business Summit on branding and expanding your company. Can you talk about that quickly? Yeah, so it was a, a workshop about expanding your, your cannabis brand for a national strategy and exit. Um, so bringing in that valuation, the capital side of our company with the consulting services, um, we had Dahlia Mertens, uh, the CEO of Mary Jane's Medicinals, um, as well as Brett Ropper um, from Medicine Man Technologies. Cool. And yeah, so it was really cool to have them help helping out with a workshop. And initially, we only had 30 signups. Um before the, the actual event. And mm-hmm. when we showed up, there were about 90 people there. So it was oh very goodness. exciting. We had breakout sessions where people were able to create their own brands and then they pitched their brands in front of the judges. And then there was a winner with a prize at the end. And it was just a really exciting, collaborative, fun workshop. Wow. I'm sorry yeah. I missed it. I was running <laughs> around doing God knows what. Actually, I was... <laughs> grabbing member testimonials with our videographer, but that sounds like a really great workshop. I would really enjoy attending that. So um, I look forward to seeing you and the Canabrian team at future events. Uh, We have the California Cannabis Business Conference 
in Anaheim on September 21st and 22nd. So I hope to see you all there. I'll be there. (laughs) And then we'll see you in October at the quarterly cannabis caucus events. Uh, Definitely here in Colorado. I think it'll be in Boulder in October for Q4. Um, So I just want to thank you again for being on the show. And um, if anyone wants more information about Canna Brand, I encourage you to come meet Olivia at one of the upcoming NCIA events. Thanks for joining me today, Olivia. Thank you so much, Bethany. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. And thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.